Welcome to The Pew, the place where everyday guys talk about everyday things in front of the one person who can do something about it, Jesus Christ. Now here's your host, just a guy in the pew, John Edwards. Welcome back to The Pew, everybody. I am your host, John Edwards, and here to the... Oh, man. <laughs> Victor's not here again this week. It's not the left of you. It's the right of you. <laughs> That's right. We're, I, that, when that boy says quarantine, he means quarantine. He's hidden. The boy is hidden from from, from all view. I know. I know. All I saw was t- uh, stacks of TP and Lysol cans outside of his house when I, I came by I can do my here. Victor imitation. <laughs> there you go. Well, you know, John, I think that that's really important for us to understand. <laughs> you got to throw in the Mind Palace. <laughs> mind Palace, yes. <laughs> there you go. Well, now it looks like Victor's not going to be able to be with us today. He had some things going on and, and you know this world right now is crazy as we both know deacon jeff and and a lot of things are different the, wait the, deacon jeff is here yes that is you wow that is you you i know you didn't have your name tag on i'm sorry no. <laughs> should have reminded you i have it written backwards so when i look in the mirror i can that's know right. who i am that's right but no it's it's anything but a normal time right it's now crazy. as we all know so it's absolutely crazy yeah Victor, i've never seen anything like this i'm 58 years old I've not seen anything like this. Yeah, and it, it's something that that never really sinks in. Like every morning, I'm thinking I'm going to get up and go to mass, and I go, "Wait, I can't." You know, I can't right now. I'm not right. supposed to go anywhere. I'm not. And even today, the the mayor here in Memphis issued a you know a curfew. Safer in place. Yeah, is what safer he calls in place. It. Tomorrow at six six o'clock. So yeah, Tuesday. Only essential personnel and all of that out. So you know, it's it's just a it's a strange time right now. And we talked about that last time you were in here, Victor, and I talked about uncertainty and. And certainly know that that's lifted. And in those uncertain moments, it's so easy to like lose any sense of like peace or hope or, sure. or that, that things are going to end up all right. Yeah. That's the world I'm seeing right now. Yeah. And, and you see it everywhere. You see people asking what people are doing and people sharing prayers online and a lot of social media activity. Obviously, you see our churches. They're trying to do what they can to have our online events streamed, you know, mass streamed. Um, I've seen a lot of online rosaries. There's a lot of things the church is trying to fill in this void, but really nobody has ever had to deal with this before. No, in fact, it's a brave new world. I mean, so many sure. things that we're doing, I just haven't done been done before, but like, like live streaming masses. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's that, uh, you know, the one they did from St. Louis, it mm-hmm. was beautiful. Yeah. And I know other churches have done it. Uh, and I think that's nice. Uh, and still it's, it, it helps, but there's still a part of us. I think that, you know, we, we turn off the mass mm-hmm. and then we instantly go to our social media and we see all the problems out there sure. and, and, and we, and we watch the news. I mean, 24 seven news telling you to wash your hands and showing you the death mm-hmm. count. And it's like it, and you have all these doctors saying, well, this is going to get a lot worse before it gets better. Sure. I mean, that's scary stuff. Yeah. And doctors dying themselves. I mean, I saw today there was like uh, 10 or 15 more doctors in Italy that passed yeah. away. So it, it is terrible. And then you never know what to believe because you've got stuff coming from everywhere. One, right. one website says this is going to happen. This website says this. The president says it's going to be over with in 15 days. You know, other people are saying, no, it's going to be months. So nobody really knows. And we're out there just trying to live. And you got a lot of people now, uh, like my wife, Angela, she, she came home from work today at 1030. St. Jude sent her home yeah. with a computer. And so she spent half the day trying to figure out how to set that up to work remotely. We've got a classroom set up at home now. And so we're all trying to, you know, do what we normally do. But also now you're, you're, you're a, a work person at home. You're a homeschool teacher. You're, you know, now you're the, you should be the spiritual leader of your family. You should be the one that's 
making sure everybody's reading the readings every day, going through the mass, doing all the things we need to do to stay right. where we need to be as Catholics. So and it, stay healthy, sure, stay right? healthy, and to avoid getting sick from other folks and sure. all that kind of stuff. But you also have to go and procure the toilet paper, yeah. or whatever it is that you need in your household. You you have to think about like, well, how long is this going to last, and how many how how many provisions do I need to be able to make it through however long this crisis? Yeah, is? Yeah, you're right, and and then you've got the there's. You're not like for me, I work from home all the time and I'm there by myself. So now you got four other people in the house all day long. So there's a lot of different things there and it's a blessing to have my family home with me. I don't mean it that way, but it's just a change for everybody. Right. And you know, where people are hoarding toilet paper, I'm, I'm hoarding Poncho's cheese dip. I mean, that's, <laughs> I put on my quarantine pounds over here. It will not do the same thing by the that's way. Right. Just so, <laughs> no. not to, I want to confuse people yeah, out there. If you have enough of it, you may not need toilet paper, <laughs> but, but no, there it's, you're exactly right. There's this time where people are, are, it's very easy when you're where when you're at home and you haven't been outside. It's 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 been some nasty weather here the last couple of days where people couldn't get out. And I know there's been a lot of people that have shared with me personally. Like I, I feel down. I feel sort of full of despair. I, you know, I, I'm looking for something to hope, but nobody. There's not an end in sight here. And of course, you've got the financial impact. All these restaurants that are being made to close, and who knows if someone will be able to to open back up. There's a lot of families that are being affected, not only spiritually and physically but and mentally but financially by all of this. So we're in that time where where you know we need to be able to lean back on our on our faith and be able to realize that all these things that are taken away from us, you know, there's always gonna be one thing that isn't, and that's the Lord. That's that's our faith. That's the the advocate. I, I love like lately I've been just really hearing my prayer, you know, to to really concentrate on the Holy Spirit and be led by that. You mm. know, I think a lot of this this fear and this anxiety and this worry comes anytime that we can't be in control of something. And oh, this, yeah. And this is something that we're not in control of. I mean, you can you can try to be as much as you want to, but you can't go to all your favorite bar right now. You can't go to any store and get in and out quickly. You can't go to work and be alone and work there like you have been. You're not in control. It's not your world anymore. Right. Right. That's That's totally like just blown up. Interestingly, and not that I want to plug my own program, sure. The Catholic Cafe. That's right. Cafe. Is that on the air somewhere? <laughs> somewhere. <laughs> we just finished up a 10-part series on the Decalogue for evangelization. And the last one on the Decalogue mm-hmm. is is this little beauty right here. There is a God and I am not him. Yeah, amen. Like, and, and to recognize that, well, the little tagline kind of thing that I would I wrote for myself just as a reminder, though it may be a struggle at times, I have realized time and again that miracles are never accomplished by me, but through me. Mm. The sooner I become humble and vulnerable to the Spirit and turn the entire situation over to God, the sooner He can accomplish what He intends. Yeah. Now, I wrote that in, in specifically about evangelization, but it plays perfectly into what our crisis and what's going on right now. Mm-hmm. And when we lose faith in God, um, that's when it's all she wrote. That's that's the problem. So you're you're calling people back into a relationship with God. Maybe sure. maybe they never actually left, but sometimes we even when we're as Christians, we need to be reminded. Right, and, and we can we can we act like sometimes God just leaves us without any kind of help. And you know, you look at even the disciples when when they were in the upper room and Christ was was going to leave again, right? And they said, no, you've got to stay. You've got to stay. When he right. was, even though he was around that 40 days. Lord, is good that you are here. <laughs> right. They want him to stay. And he says, no, I've got to go. There's another one coming after me. Right. There's someone else coming after me that you're going to need. And I can't think of a better time right now. I mean, I think we're in that same situation. The Eucharist and, and the body and the blood have been, have been taken away from us for a time period that nobody knows. So... You know, if you're a person that's going to mass every day or just somebody who just really appreciates it on the Sunday when you go, now all of a sudden 
The Lord, he's never left us, but the body and the blood for this time period has. So what we have left is the advocate. We have the the, the Holy Spirit that he's left us to guide us. And we have to be attentive to that. We really... I I would just add one more thing to that. First of all, we as a diocese need to pray very specifically every day for our bishop. Yeah. Uh, Bishop Talley is a great shepherd. Now, I know he's gotten a lot. He's gotten lambasted. I don't know if you know, but mm-hmm. there's a lot of people that have really sort of angrily reached out to him. He's got a lot of hate mail because oh, of this difficult, imagine. difficult decision to to stop the public masses. But I, I think so we, we need to pray for him. He's making some really, really tough decisions in a really tough time. Mm-hmm. And I, I think he has our best interest at heart. But I will tell you one of the things about like not having Eucharist. Mm-hmm. I mean, think about this like. Uh, from a perspective of like a Holy Saturday on steroids. Yeah. I mean, think of this like, that's what happens. I mean, the church forbids Eucharist on Holy Saturday. Sure. Right? And, and that, that little period of time is to really make us so, like Jesus is in the tomb and to make us like ready for the resurrection, ready mm-hmm. for Easter Sunday. And so the smell of the Easter lilies and the the sound of the of the water and the little font, you know, when mm-hmm. everything's alive again in the church, and, and that makes it so much better. It's kind of like taking a cold shower so you can appreciate the a hot shower, shower yeah. right? And so this is this is really an opportunity for all of us to sort of like go bare bones and go back to the understanding that we are the body of Christ, mm-hmm. right? We're the mystical body of Christ as the church. He hasn't left us, right? Right. And Jesus, he means it. Like right before he left the apostles, he said, let not your hearts be troubled. Mm. He said, you believe in God, believe also in me. Sure. I mean, he, he he promises that he's going to be with us always, even, you know, to the end of the world, right? He, he said that mm-hmm. to us. And lo, I'm with you always to the end of the world. And it's like, we got we to gotta stop thinking that he's gone. Yeah, it's inconvenient that we don't get to go to morning mass. But masses are being said every day for us. Sure. And that, yeah. that beautiful supernatural grace pours forth from every mass, whether there's one person there, the priest, right? Only, mm-hmm. or the priest and 10,000 people, the same amount of grace is pouring essentially out of that, that act of sacrifice. Yeah. And so we should not look at this as an opportunity, like, like, well, what am I not getting? Sure. It's like, I, it's I, you didn't inconvenience. Get your, right. Yeah. And we need to see that. And maybe to make a spiritual communion that we haven't made in a long time. Yeah. Yeah. Right? That's the truth. And yeah. I think we can find hope in that because a lot of times we, we, we look at these things and think, I have nothing to hope for. I mean, it's like they're taking away everything that I've treasured. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, maybe that's our problem. We, we treasure so many things and we don't always see deep down what's, what's really happening there. And we lose sight of hope because we start thinking that we've got to, we've got to provide it. Yeah. We've got to depend on ourselves instead of depending right. on the Lord. Yeah. No. And I think it's a great time to be invited into what the spirit's trying to lead us to in our own life. You know, there's so many of us that, Things can all we we can show everybody we're doing this stuff all day long, saying rosaries, going to masses, you know, four hours of adoration a day, whatever it may be, and it can become mundane to us. Like this has really made me appreciate the things that I'm not able to do anymore right now. Yeah, I think that's profound because exactly right because a lot of people count. Mm-hmm. Right, they're adding up sure. in their mind, like how many of these have I done? Yeah, and I always this the same joke I tell the RCIA people every year is like, you know, you may do uh, nine hundred and fifty seven thousand nine hundred and fifty seven rosaries in your life, mm-hmm. but when you get to the 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 the, the pearly gates and sure. Saint Peter says, well, let me look down here. Oh, it says you did 957,957 rosaries. Ah, oh, you know what? Too bad because it's 957,958 are required, <laughs> right? It's always going to be one more than you can sure. do, right? We yeah. need to stop counting so much 
uh, on the things that we do and count more on the Lord and, and the supernatural mm-hmm. grace that he provides. Yeah, and while we do them, which should be, should be always to grow in relationship yeah. with them. So, you know, that that's the thing. And here uniquely, you know, you, you and I have been talking about this because you're going to be a part of this, but, you know, about the spirit here lately, you know, he led me and a friend of mine, Matt Ingold, last week to this, this virtual Catholic men's conference and women's conference. Man, this thing is taken out. off like, I guess it's the perfect timing. Yeah. The world needs it desperately. It's yeah. the right cost. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So so let's talk about what this thing is. Well, you know, last last Thursday, Matt and I, we were on the phone. And as you know, you know, both, both he and I are speakers. We go out and this time of year is a really busy season. If you're a Catholic speaker, you've got all these Lenten events and conferences. So, um, you know, I was literally on the phone with him. I was packing my bag. I was supposed to go to Milwaukee last weekend to speak to, you know, 3,500 guys up Amazing there. what has changed in just the time of a week. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so we're on the phone and literally I said, hang on, Matt, I got a text. And I looked down, it's the conference I was supposed to go to saying, John, we apologize, but the bishop has asked us to cancel the event. And, yeah. and you know, we're, we're in danger of losing tons of money. They had this huge venue. I mean, so their nonprofit was in trouble of, of not being able to pay for it. I mean, there's just tragedy all over with it. And, you know, Matt, I said something to Matt, and he goes, man, I'm getting texts too. And so the events, he was supposed to speak here in Memphis, and, and it was canceled and several other ones. So we started to talk about that, and it wasn't about the money or not having the opportunity. It was about how we know how important these conferences are to a lot of people, that they just impact people in different ways. Right. You know, communion for the first time in forever. Uh, confession. Just community. Oh, yeah, sorry, confession. I meant confession. Um, and then also, you know, these talks, a lot of times, somebody hears something, it changes their life. Uh, that's happened to me, you know, with some talks I've heard at these things. So It's we, where people get hope. Right. It right, is in their day-to-day Mm-hmm. drudgery they can go and kind of go away to a a, a a place and all of a sudden it's like it's just just poured into them sure and then you think about the people who have worked for months on end to make these things happen that are no longer happening you know that can take people into a place of, of darkness and despair that yeah that things like that didn't work out so we started looking at other things we started looking at like shortly after that you start seeing the parish functions are being canceled and all of a sudden you hear you know you can't meet anymore in groups of of more than 10 and then that even drops below that but then you you hear the big one no more you know mass is suspended for whatever amount of time so matt and i you know he said you know we ought to just do a virtual conference and it was sort of ha 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 next thing you know you know it comes back up in the conversation and it comes back up in the conversation again and i said well do you even know how to build something like that and he goes yeah he goes, but I don't know anybody. And I said, well, I know people. I've met, you know, a lot of these guys that speak and women that speak over the last year or two. And, you know, maybe we should do this. So we started to pray about it. And we said, let's pray tonight. So we did. And the next morning, he said, John, I, I can't get this off my mind. You know, do you want to do this? I said, yeah. So we went in on this and had no idea what we're doing. But now all of a sudden, a week later, we've got a virtual Catholic men's conference and a virtual Catholic women's conference that you can sign up and register for for completely free April the 3rd at noon through April the 5th. And we've got, I think, 25 speakers on the ma- on the men's side and 15 or 16 on the women's. And basically the idea is... And these aren't just like no. nobody speakers. No. I mean, there's, there's one Zemsky. that shouldn't be there. Yeah, <laughs> he shouldn't be there. He just kind of flew in on the coattails no, of John no, Edwards. Man. He was he was a, a first guy, but a first but, but there's like, who are some of the big, big well, names? you got Jason Everett called us yesterday. He wants in. So Jason Everett, Father Larry Richards, Father Mike Schmitz, Deacon Hillbrook Sivers, Damon Owens. Everybody's heard of all West, these people. Yeah. Jeff Cavins. Yeah, a bunch of them. And then there's, you know, then there's other people, guys that are up and comers. And, and then they're working, you know, working out there and speaking and doing what the Lord's asked them to do too. So we put together a really solid list of people that are going to speak to this, 
to to really what's going on out there and speak the way that they would have if they were able to go to these conferences. So, you know, anybody can register at virtualcatholicconference.com. You can go to the men or the women's there. And once you do, you'll, you, you can go in there, sign up, and you'll start getting emails from us. Then at noon on that Friday, April the 3rd, you'll be able to go in and it's, a, and it's an experience that's like any, not like anything else out there. You're going to be able to go in and either pick a track that's based on, you know, spiritual warfare or, or motherhood or whatever it may be. And then if you don't want to do that, you can watch any video you have on demand. And it's not going to be like watching YouTube where you can just surf and go, okay, that was a great talk and that was a great talk and that was a great talk. The speakers are being asked to present a call to action for people, to really leave something with people to work on because the hope is that maybe you'll get a buddy over to the house that's willing to come over and watch it with you or maybe you can watch it and then call each other. Yeah, you can at least invite people you might think that might find some benefit at it. Sure. Yeah. And then you can sit there and look at, okay, Deacon Jeff delivered this wonderful talk on this. And, and now here's the points that he wants you to think about. And so now you've got some group questions. You've got some things to ponder besides just to talk. And there's going to be, you know, uh, just like if you went to a conference and you would have a table there if you were a speaker, Jeff. We're going to have time during the weekends where, where, you can, where the speakers are going to have, you know, 30 minutes or an hour, whatever they choose to do, to be available in these chat rooms where you can come on and you can talk to your favorite guy that you love listening to and ask questions and spend that time with them. So it's really a powerful There's also thing. like uh, music and stuff. Yeah, we've got some praise and worship people in there that, have, that are going to uh, record, you know, 15, 20 minutes. So if you, you know, you get through watching a dynamic talk and you want to take a break for a minute, you can put on some praise and worship music, get up, stretch your legs, you know, really just enjoy that and then pop in the next, you know, the next uh, talk. So we really wanted to make this where people, we, we realize what's going on in everybody's lives right now. Like we have so much content that I don't know that anybody will be able, unless you're single and have nothing going on to right. sit down and be able to watch, you know, 12 hours of content. So what we wanted to do was just provide a way where if the kids want you to go outside and throw the ball with them or you got laundry to do or whatever you need to do, you can stop what you're doing. You can come back to where you were. You can pick up, finish one talk, come back later and pick up another one. And you hadn't missed anything. So this really is something that's different and new that nobody's really done out there because we haven't had to. So, you know, the, the Holy Spirit just led us and we're two guys that have never done this before, but every day there's, hey, can I help you with social media? I want to contribute my talents. Hey, can I can I help you with uh, with how to market this thing to get more people involved? And it's just one after another. And you know, and, it's, it's one thing, John, to have like a great idea. It's mm-hmm. another thing to have a great idea that it seems like it's catching fire. I mean, you've already got a whole bunch of registrations. Yeah, we've got over 2,000 registrations, you know, and I told Matt if this thing, you know, falls on its face, I've got disclaimers where I was never a part of this. Yeah. But, <laughs> but, but we do, we have over 2,000 and it's growing just, just constantly. Every video we put out has, you know, 1,000, 1,800, 2,500 views. Today we've got, we got a call from a couple of different groups overseas in Europe and in Ireland that are Catholic entities, you know, groups that, that have a large uh, fingerprint or handprint over there, footprint, I guess I should say. And and they said, hey, can we be involved in this? Can we please have access to this? So it's not only in the States now, it's going around the world. And it really shows you that people are longing for mm. something right now. They, they want to be fed. And, uh, you know, I've seen on, on Facebook so much lately people, and it's people I didn't even know what affiliation they were religiously, if they were Christian or not. And you start to see people curled up under a blanket and all you see is their Bible and a TV with a, with a preacher or a pastor or a priest. And so there's people that are, that, that are realizing they need more than just these, these 
everyday things of life that we've sort of been stripped right. of those things. And so we just wanted to provide a place where people could really just dig in for a weekend and, and be touched by people. They're going to talk about all kinds of different things. You also can't beat the price. Yeah. It's free. I know you like free Deacon Jeff. I do. I love free. That was part free. of your demand. If you're going to be part of it, you said, by God, this better be free. No, so, but that's something we wanted to do. We wanted to offer this. This is a time where a lot of people, as we've talked about, are experiencing financial burdens. There's a lot of fear out there of, is dad going to have a job when all this is over? Is mom going to go back to You know, the thing work? about so, free, what's so beautiful about that is, yeah. like, essentially the love of Jesus, the power of Jesus, the mercy of Jesus, the the awesomeness of the, the of the salvation of Jesus is mm-hmm. free. Yeah. Right? It's yeah. free, free to gift. us. And this yeah. is an opportunity for us to sort of partake of that of that freeness. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, from April third at noon until April fifth all day. And it's like that's an opportunity. It's like a weekend of salvation, of, of the weekend of hope, a weekend of a of, of hearing about God's mercy. Right. Uh man, I just it's it's desperately needed in the world today. And this is like a weekend that's kind of like, you know, when you hear about those like tax-free weekends or tax holiday or whatever, (laughs) I mean, this is a salvation holiday. Yeah, it really is. I hadn't thought about it that that's, we're going to have to use that tagline, Jeff, if you don't mind. It'll cost you. No, it's it's free. (laughs) (laughs) But no, it really is. It's an opportunity. It really showcases that these people that are, that spend, all their time traveling the world. You know, a lot of these guys are on the road every week. This is how they make their living. And for them to say, yeah, I'll donate my time because I care, because I understand where people are now. It's a beautiful thing to see that that, that gift of charity and that gift of of just uh, of hope for, that they want to give to people in this time. And, you know, there's a lot of guys that are, are really, and the women, are putting a lot of, of hard thought into this about what is the Lord saying to me right now? Like, I'm not just going to pull out, you know, talk 27 and, and play that. We've asked these, these, these presenters to really, you know, talk about whatever the right. Lord's put on their heart yeah. right now. And so there, there's a lot that have agreed to do that. And, and I don't know, I, I'm excited to see what happens with it. I mean, who knows? We may have to be. We, we should give them a little little taste of what we're going to do sure you sure. and i are going to do one together it's going to be messy it's, it's going to be sitting in the luxurious <laughs> corner booth of the catholic cafe and the and the two of us yes we will we will do a very messy job of things <laughs> and really that's the kind of topic yeah that we're going to we're going to kind of cover um messiness mm-hmm. i mean i just the idea and what i was thinking about with that was um you know we hear a lot of talks and and i know i've i've seen a number of talks and this is has is it's, it's no reflection on the people giving the talks but sometimes it just seems like pie in the sky to me. Mm-hmm. Like I'm never going to attain that. Sure. I'm not going to be able to do 42 rosaries a day. I, I, I can't like do this and I can't walk the, the Camino and all this stuff and all these, all these amazing things people sure. have done, you know, and it's like uh, some of these speakers have been to the top of Mount Everest and that's where they do. They spoke to God and it's like, <laughs> you know, I can barely get off the couch sometimes. And I'm yeah. thinking about my own brokenness and the broken world that I live in. I'm thinking like, would Jesus actually even come to me? Yeah. Right. And then like, then, so we're going to delve into this whole idea of, of life is messy. Right. It's bumpy. It's ugly. It's never pristine and perfect. Like sometimes we're presented with this idea when we watch the Netflix and the Mm -hmm. Hulus and whatever else we see, like these perfect idyllic surroundings and situations, but we, but that's, that's not where we live. Yeah. And then to know that, that Jesus would actually come into that. Mm-hmm. That's pretty cool. It is. It is. And it's, we all have, you know, that, that, that hardened heart, you know, I love that yeah. verse from Ezekiel where he says, I'll give you a new heart. It really speaks to that because our heart's full of mess all the time. And, 
And you know, always have this image of God trying to pry his way into an apartment that has like boxes and stuff piled right. up everywhere. And he just, he's like, I can't get in there. And we got to learn to clean that stuff out. And you know, why is this still in here? This is, this is a wound from 15 years ago that I've never dealt Baggage. with or yeah. yeah, all of this stuff. And so we've got to, you know, we've got to open up that floor plan to let God come in and, and, and to do what he wants to do in your heart. So I, I can't wait to do that with you. It's just going to be, I think it's something different. And, and a lot of times I, I think where we are now as people is we want to find God in our mess where we are. Like, right. I, I that's come talk to me and like I don't want to yell at my kids and my wife anymore because I'm so stressed out at work. I don't want to, you know, I'm struggling with this or with that. And and I think when we can deliver God to people that way to to allow God to use us to bring that message to them in that way, people respond to that because you're saying like, okay, I deal with this. This you've told me how to how to be better with this and how to help with that. And, and now I can see that I can see a way out. I can see the light. And so I'm looking forward to discussing that kind of stuff with you because we all have our own mess, as you say, and, and, and it's going to be fun trying to dig through that. Mess. Now, the other thing I love about this conference is there's like a strict time limit. Sure. 20 minutes of talk. That's right. I don't, mean, th- think about that. You don't have to sit for like 45 minutes and, and, and listen to me bloviate about something. Sure. It's like, no, it's like, it's going to be, a, there's going to be nice tailored messages Easily yeah. digestible. It's going to be awesome. Oh, I'd love to see the blooper reel of all the guys are used to talking for an hour. Like, I can't do this. I usually get an hour. This is so unfair. No, but it, it's going to be great. It's going to be a good time. I mean, it's it's been such a blessing to be a part of. I was, you know, ready to pray last night, and I just I said, Lord, like I don't. Neither one of us really know what we're doing. You're you're laying the groundwork for this. You're leading us. You know, thank you so much for this because I, I really. I really hope that, that when the day comes, when that weekend comes, that there's just people all over the world that are being touched by this. And and I, I hope that this is just one more way in which God can be present and bring hope yeah. to a to a world that's struggling right now. Yeah, because that's what we need to we need to remember that that's it, it's so easy to get caught up in what's not going right and and woe is me and all those things. But you know, to your point, we we don't live in a third world country where we don't get water, clean water, and where right. we don't where you know our biggest problem is the grocery stores you know shutting down a couple of hours early. You know, and, and sometimes we can't find the things we want, but there's like the, a lot of the people. French style green beans. Sure, that's no, right. I don't want the regular green. I want the French that's style. Right. They're out of them. Oh, they only had salsa instead of the cheese dip <laughs> there. I was very angry. But no, there. Th- that's the truth. There's a lot of people in this world that have been dealing with a lot worse things than what we're going through right now for a lot longer time. And and that's what's funny about those countries is a lot of times you see people with smiles on their face, even mm. with so little. And we can learn a lot from that, Amen. from that hope that they have. Amen. So. You know, and, 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 you know, as we close it, we, as we come here to, to the end of the show and close in prayer, you know, we usually write one, but today it seems like we should probably just, just do the prayer that we all know. You know, there's one God, we're not him and he's going to bring us hope. So we should just close I, in our I father. Lo- I love the, our father because yeah. the, our father, I mean, just, it's like, he's our dad. Yeah. And, and <laughs> who do we run to? Amen. Right. We run to him. He, we run to our father. Let's do that. Yeah. Let's do it right now. In the name of the father and the son and the Holy spirit. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not to temptation, but deliver us from evil. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. Thanks for listening to Just a Guy in the Pew. To find out more about John Edwards or have him come to speak to your parish, group, or conference, go to justaguyinthepew.com or send us an email at justaguyinthepew at gmail.com.